Hold on to your butts. This is season two of the Squashbuckler Diaries podcast. My name is Guy Hasson, and you are listening to the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast. There's no reason to say podcast like that. It's the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast. No, it's the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast. <laughs> this is the story about Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. She won't stay a girl for long because this is the biggest, biggest story you've ever had in your life, I promise. As many episodes as we have of her being a girl, we'll have more episodes of her being a teenager. Yeah, we'll cover two more years, that's right, because we started at age two, and now we're at uh, seven, six to nine. And then we'll have her in her 20s, hopefully she'll finish her 20s. Who knows? Spoiler, spoiler. Anyway, let's not talk about that today. We are at episode eight of The Return of Madeline's Legs, which is actually... Basically, we are the... uh, we are at the end, at the end, at the end of a long arc. And if you're here, you've listened to the other episodes. And if you're not, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go back to part one. Go back to the part where uh, Joy gets wounded a few episodes before that. Uh, go back a few episodes because this is the end of a small story. Okay? Let's begin. Season two. Episode 134, The Return of Madeline's Legs, Part 8, Deja Vu, Joy's 8-7, told by Grandpa Walt, Mastermind, climbs out of the ocean and onto the small island Susie and I live on, zobatic body dripping with water, his hands are inside his chest cavity, Madeline is already standing again. I am sorry, robot, she says again, I could not watch you do it. My evil side plots your death at my hands, he tells her, but only 1.5% more than usual. Mastermind, Joy says from the hammock, why are your hands there? He takes his hands out of his chest cavity. I have protected your paper heart from getting wet. I was afraid the water would damage my only prized possession. Good going, Mastermind, Justin says. Madeline, but Justin doesn't finish that thought. As, with the small sound of the air shifting, Charlie appears on the deck of Bunny's Revenge, ducked right next to our home. The sky changes and becomes darker, and a jungle appears right at the edge of our island, stretching into the horizon. Charlie leans over the railing. Joy, are you okay? He sees the dripping robot and Madeline in the middle of the garden and adds, What's going on? A man appears in the garden and jeeps appear at the border of the jungle. There are people in the jeeps and they are firing up their engines. The man comes up to Madeline and speaks to her in French too fast for me to understand. Justin tenses up, a laser gun appears in his hand. Weapons come out from inside Mastermind's arm to a firing position on top of it. Uh, guys, Charlie says, but we are all staring at the man in the jeeps. Any dream could potentially threaten joy and Justin and Mastermind are ready. 
The man and Madeline walk together, crossing the garden, stepping over a small piece of ocean to stand on the new jungle. They walk up to the jeep and go in. Justin gasps. He takes a few steps towards the opposite side of the porch. Hey, Charlie, come here. I want to show you enjoy something. Want to see magic? Yeah, Charlie's excited. Come here quickly. What about Madeline? Joy says. I want to show you magic, Justin says. Come on, Charlie, quicker. Madeline is the one driving the jeep. The man is sitting next to her. All the jeeps start racing. Simultaneously with that noise, Justin makes fireworks appear on the porch between himself and the kids. I see what he's doing. He's making sure the backs are turned to the race. Justin puts on a light show, trying to be as impressive as possible as the race goes into the jungle. He's doing a good job. The kids are wrapped when I hear an explosion from the jungle. Justin explodes another fireworks, but Joey cries out, It's Madeline! Something happened to her! We hear Madeline far away, screaming in pain. Justin waves his hands in a band appears in the garden playing loud music. Now listen to this, he says. Madeline's in pain, we have to go help her, Joy insists. Madeline's screams are heard even through the music the band is playing. Justin walks up to Joy and takes her hand. We can't help her, Joy. It's what she wanted. She's screaming, Dad! The band disappears and all we hear is Madeline's faraway, chilling screams. Justin shakes his head. It's what she wanted. She wanted to lose her legs. The only way for her to do it was to relive the day she lost them. She's going through that day again. There's nothing we can do and there's nothing we should do. We should let her play out the dream. Joy puts her hands to her ears. Charlie looks down saying, I don't know what's happening, but this is awful. Rescue helicopters appear out of nowhere, approaching the smoke in the jungle and then... The helicopters are gone, and the jungle is gone, and the ocean underneath can be seen again. Madeline has woken up. I can see a small quantity of dust fall into the ocean and slowly blend with the ocean water. Madeline has lost her legs again. Susie, Justin, Mastermind, Joy and I take a moment to think, to understand, to accept. Guys, what is going on? Charlie breaks the silence. Told by Grandpa Walt. Hashtags Joy, Justin, Madeline, Madeline's Legs, Mastermind, Grandpa Walt, Grandma Susie, Charlie, Dust. Oh boy, so this little adventure began with Joy getting wounded, almost getting killed. Madeline got her legs back just to save Joy and maybe something psychologically else. But then she couldn't lose them, which, by the way, will probably have implications in the future. Remember, this is all ripples. This is a life story and things happen over time. And one moment has to do with another moment. A year later, a week later, ten years later. You don't know. It's all life. And then uh, there was this whole thing where Joy, just without asking, gave made Madeline's legs permanent, which led to this whole freaking crisis. So, tomorrow, we've spent quite a few episodes at uh, age seven uh, with all this adventure in Madeline's legs. And uh, next time, we're going to go in a completely different direction. All right? And more things will happen and more surprises in the dream as we discover Joy's life in it. 
the squash buckle guys are pieces of joy's life in the dream of joy's and now that we know other people the other people as well you know madly uh, we've met the mali once uh, at least in the podcast um justin charlie the grandparents mastermind uh we've met uh, angel chrysalis we've met quite a quite a few people and we will meet more because they are still exploring the dream around them. And we, oh, we've met Colin like, uh, for a few seconds, I think. Anyway, lots of people. Lots of life to get through. And we are only <laughs> at episode 134 of season two. It's nothing. This is the biggest story you'll ever hear. Anyway, come back tomorrow for more Squash Buckler Diaries. If you haven't told your friends, tell your friends about the Squash Buckler Diaries. New people are coming in. That's great. Hello, new people who are new. Hello, old people who have been veterans for quite a while and been following this. And hello, people from the future who are now catching up on old stuff. Hello. If you haven't subscribed, do subscribe and leave a comment wherever you get your podcasts. And now if you want more context about what this is, listen to the credit list. Credits. My name is Guy Hassan. I'm an author of fantasy and science fiction, and the Squash Buckley Diaries are my life project. The Squash Buckley Diaries is part of a bigger story a story which also includes the Lost in Dreams book series. Together they are the story of Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. We follow her from birth to death. In season one of the Squash Buckler Diaries, we followed her life on a flying pirate ship called Bunny's Revenge, living in her father's dream between the ages of two and six. For a reason as yet unknown, Justin raises a little girl in his dreams and she does not wake up. She's there when he is awake, she's there when she sleeps, and she probably doesn't dream. At the end of season one came the other half of this life project, the first Lost in Dreams book called The Forgotten Girl. Joy and Justin learned their inner dream, and they both left the dream to find out what's beyond. No spoilers about the crazy and amazing things that happened there. Okay? Her life is different now and in season two we will follow her life from ages six to nine as her entire world has changed this story is not written for you it's written for my three daughters and it's about the life of a father and a daughter in crazy circumstances you're welcome to enjoy the story i think you will i think you really will but it is not for you this is my life project for me and my girls. Unlike all my other books, I'm self-publishing to maintain complete control, and I suck at marketing, which is sad. But who cares? We will follow Joy's life from birth to death. Each new book will jump ahead three years in her life. Each season of the Squash Buckler Diaries will show Joy's life between the big events of each book. Check out the website, guyhasson.com, G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N.com, where you can find texts of all these podcasts, and more importantly, where you can also search the hashtags at the end of each episode. The intro and the exit music is called Brass Gentleman by Thomas Howardick. I will see you tomorrow.